0: Welcome to the podcast of New City Church. We hope this podcast inspires you on your journey of inward and outward transformation. Please join us on Sundays. You can find more information on our website, grownewcity.church. God bless you. So you can write on to your worship companion that our reading today is Matthew 19, 13 through 15. When you look at the table of contents of the Bible, where is Matthew? Gospels, very good. The Gospels are the stories that we have about the life of Jesus. And what's a fun fact about Matthew? Um, um, uh, Matthew, in a lot of uh, art Matthew is de- is depicted as the tax collector Matthew the tax collector. Um, some historians uh, kind of question whether or not it was actually literally Matthew the tax collector who wrote this same thing, or if it was a different person, or maybe a collection of people. But we just call him Matthew because that is the easiest thing. So uh, we can, as you're filing your taxes, you can think, gosh. I just read a gospel written by a tax collector. Aren't I so glad to be able to pay taxes? So, yeah, you can uh, uh, keep that in mind. So, uh, I'm going to read through that, and then I'll ask you to shout out a word or phrase that's acceptable exactly you. Some people brought children to Jesus so that he would place his hands on them and pray. But the disciples scolded them. Allow the children to come to me, Jesus said. Don't forbid them, because the kingdom of heaven belongs to people like these children. And he blessed the children and went away from there. Ooh. So when you see this reading, what is a word or phrase that sticks out to you from this? Let the children come. Let the children come. Bless the children. Bless the children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We um, can read the Bible with this where you, you're listening for a word or phrase that sticks out to you because the Bible is a living text. And that means that if there's a word or phrase that sticks out to you, then perhaps God is trying to bring something to your attention. So continue to meditate on that during the worship service. We are in the middle of our festival sermon series, Kingdom, which is all about the uh, phrases in the Bible where Jesus is talking about the kingdom of God. Um, And all of these phrases are trying to depict um, a world, an imagination, for what God hopes for for our society. Like, all of these are kind of trying to show a glimmer of what God's hoped-for world is like. And we're in this sermon series because if we don't practice recognizing a hopeful world, then we're going to miss it. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much violence and hard things going on in life that sometimes we can't recognize the little glimpses of justice and hope and joy as they pop up. And so this sermon series is all about teaching us to recognize the type of world that God is hoping to create. And it is my pleasure and honor to invite up today our preacher. Not only is he a seminary-trained theologian, he is also an activist, someone who's worked in ministry, an advocate for disability rights, and someone who's just overall a really nice guy. Let's draw some love for Greg was our preacher.
1: Good aren't it like, lovely spring day? <laughs> 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 Labor time, is I it? When I worked uh, as a youth minister, I was trained in a curriculum called Garly Play. Does anyone know of Golly Play? Um, so, um, Play Method is to tell It's a way of telling Bible story and they are uh, using storytelling and it invites children to have a sense of wonder about their stories. Um, at the end of each story the facilitator asks, I wonder what part of the story you like best. I wonder what part of this story is most important. I wonder where you are in the story. I wonder what part is about you. I wonder if there is any part of the story we can leave out and still have uh, all the story we need. Mm -hmm. This method invites kids I wonder. I do uh, have a sense of awe about the biblical story. That's why I like working with kids in that awe. I wonder. One commentary about the passages that was said that Jesus is saying a father should have humility, humility like. Children, um, uh, in, uh, a letter in a PD passes in chapter eighteen of Matthew. But I also, yet, I, we also need to have one like children. Jesus himself encouraged this hmm. through his ministry. Um, I read it recently and I don't know if it, did it accurate, but uh, <laughs> it sounds accurate, so I didn't count. But Jesus asked 307 questions Throughout the Gospels. And Jesus asks 183 questions, yet he only answers three of them.
0: <laughs> 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 what
1: can we learn from Jesus about the kingdom of God? i say, Father, I, I learned a lot about life from my child. When Margaret was. Uh, four or five, or three or four, they talk about having many different kinds of heart. A heart for play, a heart for food, a heart to love, my right hand beam, and so on. It is an amazing way to articulate different kinds of love. Mm. Move over, see us Lewis. <laughs> uh, how many hearts do you have? What different kinds of love do you hold dear? My drivers saw a world. For age to love and enjoy, as they still see the world this way. Well, example is, Margaret has loved dogs, Every they could crawl. They would qua the dogs uh, when we were like, outside our patios, when they were not like, Nine months old. <laughs> and even though a couple of dogs have bitten them over the years, They love for dogs hasn't waned. Mm. Margaret still sees the good in our dogs despite being bit. Mm. Do we have that kind of unwavering love? Wow. Some conservative biblical literates would have us believe that the Bible is a rule book with strict instruction on how to live out our lives. Yet, when I read the Bible, I see a book that encouraged us to live more deeply into our faith through questions and wonderment. When Jesus did say a direct statement, he would talk about how we should love God and our neighbors as ourselves, as he says later in Matthew 22. Let's be clear. Levy our neighbors doesn't stop a man-made borders. Again, levy our neighbors doesn't stop at man-made borders. Some conservative biblical literature would have us believe we need to save souls to build a kingdom, that I've reduced kingdom-building to be some kind of numbers-king instead of a way of being in community, yet time and time in, in the cars <laughs> for Jesus talks about people inheriting the kingdom only if they look at the least of our community. The ones in prison, the ones in prison dying in uh, uh, still water without clean water, the ones on the street, the ones who are getting displaced by male, friends, uh, Clean up of homeless and cabinets, yeah. the ones who have been cast away. We don't build the kingdom by building mega churches, by world molding bigoted beliefs, by many people hate themselves for our God. Mm We build this kingdom through love. Mm. As I age, I do not think I necessarily have more answers, yet I go deeper into the questions in a quest to find ways to build a kingdom here on Earth through wonder and awe. We don't have to abandon our childlike sense of wonderment we had as kids as we age. But often we do. We tend to think as we age we need to become more realistic and less real, let's realness grow, let's playful. But yet, we need to be wish meter and labor to build this kingdom. We need to dream of a new kind of world, a new a world that hasn't been ever created. A new kingdom where all can be free. Hmm. What does the kingdom look like for you? Does it look like a utopia? How does it differentiate the common reality that we are living in? For me, the kingdom I want to build in not a utopia for a unicorn poopy mm-hmm. rainbows.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well let me be honest. One unicorn poopy rainbows would be pretty cool. We could have it just one that like, walks around and then take you where we we all sign up to be the poopy scoop. <laughs> The the kingdom I envision is a place where people's needs are met, where kids in not many accidents can walk to school and walk from schools safely, <laughs> where kids in garden can fly paper airplanes outside with fields without fields of being bombed, where kids in the bushes are free to play inside, San where without fields of walkers coming into their yard, a kingdom where the banquet table always had open seats for everyone who hungers for connection wow. and fulfillment. Wow. What kingdom do you envision? Wow. A couple weeks ago we celebrated the legacy of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Juno, or at least the White Rock legacy. And <laughs> his I had a dream speech. He said I have had a dream that my four little children will one day live in a judge by the color of their skin but by uh, the contact of their character. There isn't some kind of hope for a witchy-roxy society that we reason to recognize race, as some rude habits believe. He said the women was giving us his vision for God's kingdom here on earth. Yet when I talk about kingdom, about God's kingdom, I remember my wounds. I want to pause and ask myself, do I really want this? The people who have harmed me, the people who have made my life hard, should they be able? That is why they end my kingdom or your kingdom. God's Kingdom. We shouldn't let our trauma, our wounds, limit our work towards a Kingdom that does not just liberate us, but liberates our world's tormentors, our enemies, those who may need liberation more than us. Margaret would never lead the dogs to bite them out of the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. So, why, so why should we let the people who have hope to us be left out of the kingdom? Mm-hmm. I will make this point every time I preach, no matter where. Whenever we talk about the Bible, it is about community. They work towards liberation and not a solitary action, but a way of life, a way of community. Each of us has a role to play. Especially the kids among us, who can and do remind us to stop and have a sense of awe and wonder. How are we building the Kingdom together in the present moment with awe and wonder? The sense of awe and wonder reminds us yes. That the look towards the, the kingdom will not always be obvious, they will be ample time for joy and happiness. Building this should be more of a party, a banquet, than just a tedious work. Mm. Mm. I wonder... What kind of kingdom do you envision? Mm. I wonder what kind of kingdom you want to leave for our children. Mm. I wonder what part you like best. Mm. I wonder where you are in the sermon. I wonder what part. Is in you. I wonder if there is any part of this sermon we can leave out and still have all the doing and all the messages we need. Thank you.